Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Hey there, I'm Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We may not have taken the traditional path in life, but we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world. And we have the power to help people live their best lives every day. Yes, there are those who try to convince us that our industry is vain and that it's superficial. But we prove them wrong every day. Because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart. So don't let our good looks fool you. Because we may not have taken the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by quote-unquote conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective. And because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? Well, it's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business because we're beauty professionals. But make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress up. We're the creatives, we're the loud ones, we're the weirdos, we're the ones that just won't listen. We're the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the door open as a way for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits, troublemakers, and showstoppers. We're beauty rebels and don't forget we're pretty smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty industry insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and also my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing. It's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented people in the world. So here, you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and to grow your business as a beauty industry professional. Have any questions, would like to be featured, or looking for a speaker for your next event, simply contact me. You can contact me through my website, jrenee.com. That's J-A-Y-E-R-E-N-E-E.com. And you can find me there. You can also find me on Instagram at beautyindustryj. And with that, I hope you enjoy this episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. Hey guys, it is J. Renee, and I want to welcome you back to this new episode of new beauty with jay renee it's been a few months and i'm happy that you're back with me and i am excited to get started with this new episode because it's something that um we talk about a lot in the industry it's something that people have a lot of questions about um and it's something that for some people may be um a little uncomfortable to do and that is how to deal with difficult clients. Now, why is this important? This is important because you have to know 
if you want to do business with people, if you want to do business with them, you want to know how you should do business with those people. And if you don't want to do business with those people or any people, um, you need to know um, how to go about not doing business with them in the first place or discontinue doing business with them. And at the same time, keeping in mind that you are running a business, right? So you want to keep in mind things that will help grow your business, things will that will um, affect your business adversely um, or set you backwards. So you want to keep all these things in mind. So let's get started. Um, when dealing with difficult clients, um, it's easier for me to break these down into certain stages, okay? So stage one is before the service, right? Where they have questions or they're looking to book an appointment. Some problems that could possibly come up during stage one. One, they may not have read your booking policies fully. Two, they may be they may refuse or be hesitant to make a deposit if you require one. Another one is that they may call you repeatedly when you have stated that maybe text or email may be the best way of communication with you. Um, another is that they will call or text or um, send communications really early in the morning or really um, late at night when you specifically um, express them to, to communicate with you during business hours only. Um, Another is that they may have previous um, bad experiences and because of that they keep wanting to communicate with you to, um, you know, make themselves feel feel more at ease. So at this point they're kind of um, testing you or, or bugging you depending on what they're doing and how you're feeling. And also um, they may not know what they want at that appointment so you're unable to kind of give them the information they need so that they're able to book because they're all over the place they don't know okay so stage two is that the stage where they've booked their appointments um and possibly they're on their way. So it starts the minute that they book that appointment and it goes to all the way up to when they're on their way to you. Here are some problems that could come up. Um, they're running late, but you don't know about it. You're just sitting there, but you, you don't know. So maybe they're running late, but they don't call you. Um, another thing is that they can't find you um, and they don't know where you are. Either the directions um, weren't so good or they have a bad address or GPS is wrong or they just weren't paying attention, um, et cetera, et cetera. Another thing that can happen is that they want to change their appointment repeatedly. They've scheduled their appointment um, and now they want to continuously, <clears throat> excuse me, change it over and over. Right, so those are some things that'll come up during stage two, um, from the time they've booked their appointment to the time that they're on their way to you. Stage three is the actual appointment, um, the actual appointment stage. They're there with you, right, or they're on their way to you. Um, so some problems that can come up here, and this is where a lot of the problems are in this stage three. Anytime where they've, um, you know, they're there for their appointment, or they're supposed to be there for their appointment. Um, and during that appointment service. So here are a list of problems that can come up. 
this is a short list because we know that when we're taking clients, anything can happen and so many things can come up. So, one, obviously they're late, okay? Two, they're a no-show. They don't show at all. Three, they've lied about the condition of, for instance, their hair or their nails or their skin, etc. For instance, you've booked them for a certain amount of time for a certain service based on the information that they've given you prior to you booking that service. But once they get there, you realize that the condition that their hair is in presently, that their skin is in presently, or that their nails, etc., wasn't in the ideal condition for you to start. For instance, now you have to do more work, right? And if you were to do that work for that client for that service, it would ruin your schedule for your other clients later in the day, okay? So... Another thing that could go wrong um, is that while they're at that appointment and you're doing the service, they keep changing their minds, okay? They now want something different um, that maybe you don't have the time to do or, you know, maybe you don't have the supplies, maybe you don't have what you need to do it that day. And this can happen if they're there, they're looking around and they're saying, oh, well, I don't want what I requested, I want what she has or I want this or I want that. That's something that can happen, right? Um, also they can bring a million and two people with them. Okay. That's something that we know that can happen. Another thing that can happen and that happens often is that they want to tell you how to do the job, how to do it the proper way. Although you're the professional, sometimes clients and customers feel that they are qualified to tell you how to do things the proper way. And when this happens, oftentimes what they're telling you um, is not correct. But if they're someone that's coming to you for the first time or they're still new to you and they have been going to someone else for a period of time before coming to you, they um, can be conditioned to the wrong way of doing things, right? So you're doing things the right way and they may say, oh, well, you have to do this like this. Oh, my last person did this like this, right? So that happens often, especially when you have a, a new person that you're doing business with. Um, another thing that can happen is they don't want to pay. They don't want to pay for um, what they requested. Um, even though you may have quoted them the correct price, they may have been okay with it at first and something could have changed between that time. And now, you know, sometimes people can play um, ignorant of you know, the actual cost or they can say that they forgot or they um, they wasn't sure what you were saying. That's something that can happen. And another thing also that can happen and that does happen is that people will want to change their minds after you've already started the service. Now, another, another way that this can, you know, ruin your book for the day or mess you up if you decide to proceed is that, again, this time. Um, people do not always understand the different ways that you have to prep for certain services. So one choice to um, change their mind after you've already started could make you have to start all over from ground zero and they are not aware of that. All they know is they want what they want and you have to um, then explain um, what goes into that, right? So stage four is post-appointment. It's after the appointment is done. Um, you've performed the service that they've asked for, and now they're gone. So some things that can come up after the service, post-appointment, is that um, once they leave, they'll contact you about not being satisfied with the service. 
a few things can happen here. One, um, they can leave and they could be in love with their service and then they meet someone or see someone and that person has um, a negative comment or neg makes a negative statement about their service. Now that person that was once super excited about the service, now they are not feeling as good about it. So they were, they were satisfied, now they're not. Um, two, um, they've ruined their service. Um, you've made clear how to um, how to make the best um, get the best out of that service, i.e., how to um, maintain it. Things that they should do. You've told them things that they should not do, um, and there are th obvious things like you know going out into the rain without an umbrella after you've gotten a fresh you know um, hair service, um, or going swimming after swimming after you've gotten a fresh color service, um, you know, or um, you know, going, <laughs> digging for things after you've gotten a fresh full set of, um, you know, jewel crusted nails, you know, there are things that people are going to do once they leave you that you tell them not to do. And, um, that's just part of the, re the reality. And they will also call you about that and say, Oh, you know, my service messed up or something is ruined. So that's something that can come up post service. So once again, you have stage one, which is pre-service, um, before they book, um, and they have questions about booking an appointment with you. You have stage two, which is the, um, they've booked the appointment. So now you have a pending um, appointment with them. They've booked, um, and they're on their way. Um, stage three is the actual appointment, um, or the service day, um, where they're actually with you. And stage four is post-appointment. That's after they leave, the service has been completed, um, and they're gone. Now, how to handle all of this? Because this is a lot. And um, for the most part, the way that you handle it is the same in terms of um, pulling them to the side and things like that, and we'll get into that. But, of course, the things that you have to explain to them, they're all different, okay? So... When handling all of these situations, all of the things that can possibly go wrong, and of course there's so many, so um, this is just a short list. First, you have to remember that you are in charge of your business. You have to remember this at all times. And second, you also have to remember that everyone has feelings. Now, there are times when you have to be firm with your clients and your policies and your rules and your guidelines um, in the ways that you do business, but you also have to remember that for the longevity of your business, you want to be sure that you are treating people with respect. No one wants to um, feel embarrassed, especially in front of other people. No one wants to feel made fun of. No one wants to be ridiculed, especially in front of other people. Um, what this does is it will make other clients um, uncomfortable, and they will think that they may be on the chopping block um, and to be next at any time, if they have something, if they happen to do something wrong, they may feel that they are going to be next to be embarrassed. So you don't want to have a fearful clientele or a client, um, that when something is going wrong, they're afraid to speak up with you because they're going to feel, feel that they're going to be embarrassed. And so rather than, um, deal with you or, or let you know of a genuine concern, they just won't, they'll just leave. They won't be your client anymore. So when talking to clients and when dealing with them and when um, correcting them and reminding them of your policies, just do your best to be respectful. So 
let's talk about specific ways of handling things in specific stages. So stage one, the stage when they have questions or whatever before they book. So you have to remember that, first of all, sometimes, not sometimes, but nine times out of ten, your intuition is leading you in the right direction. When you have a certain vibe about people or about a certain situations, a lot of the time, it's best to go with that vibe and that translate into business also. So if you have someone that from the beginning, they're not listening to what you're, say, what you're saying, they refuse to follow the rules and or the guidelines that you set in place in order for them to do business with you, um, if they continue want to tell you things like, that's not right, you can't do this, you can't do that, that's a sign to you that they're going to be a difficult client. Okay, so go with your instincts. If you have someone that's like stressing you out already and they haven't even booked their appointment, okay, that's a sign that maybe you should decline that appointment and that you should decline to do business with them, period. Okay, and you can let them know, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I don't have any avail availabilities for this service. Um, or I feel that you may be best being serviced by someone else. And there's no problem or nothing wrong with you referring people to other professionals. Why? Because there's always more to get. There are going to be always more clients to service. And when you refer people to, you know, other professionals, other professionals will refer people back to you, right? And people have, um, you know, different areas of expertise. So even though that person may be in the same field, you never know. They may um, not be good in one area of technical expertise as you are. And so maybe they will refer someone to you. So never feel bad about turning away a client, especially if you have this client who is being difficult from the beginning. They're not listening. They're not following instructions. You don't have to get yourself worked up. You don't have to get yourself upset or stressed out. Feel free to decline that appointment request and recommend that person to someone else. Okay? So, and how can you do that? You can do that if, if you guys are communicating over the phone, if you guys are communicating in person, if you guys are communicating via email um, or via text. Um, you can do the same thing. Um, I think that such and such would be a better fit for you. Let me give you their contact information or, you know, you can look them up or Google them. All right, stage two. They've booked the appointment. Um, and this is the time where they've booked their appointment, but they haven't quite gotten there to you. So it could be this period can last from a few days to a few weeks, um, depending on how far in advance they book their appointment with you. So, again, you have to make a choice as if um, you have to make a choice about how many times you're going to allow someone to change their appointment, <laughs> okay? And also how far in advance you have to book. So, for instance, you have that person who keeps changing their, their minds um, or they continuously want to change their appointment times. Um, that's that can potentially mess up your book, not for just that day, but it can throw your book off for the whole week. So you have to make it clear to that client that not only does it affect my book when people cancel appointments last minute or they're a no-show, but it also throws my book off um, when you continuously call or um, go to online to change your um, 
to change your appointment. And some things that you can do to um, prohibit that or to um, lessen the chances of that happening is to charge a fee. Um, for instance, if someone changes their appointment uh, two times, after that they will be charged another deposit fee um, or they will be charged um, a cancellation fee because it's not, it doesn't just affect you, again, when you're there a no-show. And it doesn't just affect you if they're last-minute cancellation. By you constantly having to readjust your book um, based on the service that they want and the other services that your other clients are getting, it could really throw, throw them off. And the bottom line is when they do that, they affect your money. Um, they could be taking more money out of your pocket. And if they're doing that, then they have to pick up the slack. So... Have a policy about not just um, cancellations, not just no-shows, but also have a policy on how many times you will allow them to change an appointment um, without them actually showing up, okay? So if they, they are at the stage where they're calling to find out, uh, quote-unquote, exactly where, they, where, um, where you are, or they say that you're lost, you have to use your discretion and your discernment here to see if they're actually telling the truth because we know that, unfortunately, they don't always tell the truth um, and we have to decipher exactly what's going on in that moment. Sometimes that they are telling the truth is if they call you ahead of their appointment time and they tell you that I'm, I'm lost or I don't know where I am or they need more um clear instructions on where to go and what to do. If they're calling you ahead of time with a reasonable excuse as to why they can't find you for some reason, chancing are, chances are they're telling the truth. Now, if they're calling you right on that appointment time, they're supposed to be there at 1230, it's 1230 and they're just calling or they're calling you at 1205 or they're calling you at 1215 and they're just saying that they're lost and they can't find you, you really have to use your discretion here because chances are they are running late. Obviously, if they're calling you at that appointment time and if they're calling you after the appointment time, obviously they're running late, but it may not be for the reason that they can't find you. Some people will call and say, I can't find you just because they're, um, just because they're running late and they think that by telling you that they can't find you or the directions weren't correct or they had the wrong address, that this will um, exclude them from having to pay any late fees or it will exclude them from being turned away um, if you're unable to accept them. So when people are calling you um, or texting you to um, get um, directions or to say that they can't, can't find you, you have to use your discretion there because Sometimes they're telling the truth and sometimes they're not. So you have to make a judgment call based on um, all the different circumstances and everything that's going on. What time is it when they're calling you? What are they saying? Um, have they done this before? Or are they usually all, already, are, are they usually, excuse me, on time? Um, and then look at your book to see what else is going on. If you have some leeway, um, you have to make a judgment call if, as to if you accept that or not. Okay, so stage three, this is the appointment, this is the appointment phase, okay? So now the appointment day and time is here, and here are some of the things that can possibly happen. Again, because this is a long, stage three is like the stage where most of the different things can go wrong. I'm spending a little more time here, so bear with me. So 
the day of the appointment is here um, and they're late, right? Or they haven't, again, been honest about the service that they truly wanted or needed. Um, they have a million and two people with them. They change their minds after you get started. Um, if they don't want to pay, um, et cetera, et cetera. Or they're, they're no-show, okay? I'll start with the no-show because that's easy. For instance, my no-show policy is that if you're a no-call, no-show, and I don't hear from you, um, one, I charge a no-show fee, and two, you are prohibited from booking any future appointments with me. That means if I have you on my books and you're no-call, you're no-show, I don't hear from you, um, you're not able, you will not be able to book any appointments with me further. And this is because my time is valuable. And I feel that if you don't, if you um, don't respect me or my business enough to um, send me an email, uh, send me a text message, at the very least, um, to let me know that something's gone wrong. Um, and um, I feel that you don't respect me enough to do business with me. So that's my policy. Um, so I invite you to explore a no-show policy that works for you, but you have to have a no-show policy in place because if you don't, um, you'll notice that the rate of your no calls and your no shows will be up. Now, if people know that, oh my gosh, if I don't call her, I don't text her, I won't be able to, you know, do business with her or him anymore, they'll think twice and they'll um, be more inclined to give you that respect. Okay. So, in, in regards to the other possible scenarios that you can deal with, um, we're going to deal with them in largely the same manner, right? In terms of being respectful, in terms of dealing with them. So, for instance, anytime you have to deal with a client in, their, in your presence, um, I want you to think about doing these things. Pull them to the side and remind them of your policies, right? Ask them questions to see if they've, you know, read thoroughly, if there's something they didn't understand, et cetera, et cetera. Point out to them whatever the problem is or whatever part of your policy that they violated, okay? So make sure that they understand what it is that they've done wrong. And then also, I want you to explain what needs to happen in order for you to proceed with them in the future, okay? So it's three processes. One, I want you to pull them to the side because whatever you discuss with them, I want them to be between you and that person, you and that client, you and that customer. I don't want it to be between you, the client, and their friends, you, the client, and the group that they've come in with, you, the client, and your colleagues, you, the client, and everyone in the salon, okay? So the first step is to pull them to the side to have a conversation with that person. The second one is to um, remind them about your policies and ask questions to see which one of those policies um, they were unclear with. And also, third step is to let them know what needs to happen, what needs to be addressed, what needs to be changed, um, either now or in the future, in order for you to proceed um, with the service, okay? So, again, you pull them to the side because you want to deal with that person, right? Um, and this way, that person feels respected, even if you're pointing out something that um, that they did wrong, you know, even if they if you have to lightly and politely reprimand them for something um, that they've done wrong. You don't want them to feel belittled in front of everyone. You don't want them to feel embarrassed. All you want to do is to make sure that 
the problem that they're having with the policy of yours is being corrected and addressed, okay? So understand that when and if you do handle your, your customers and your clients incorrectly, that not only it's, it may not only be you that can suffer or that client or customer that could be suffering, but your coworkers um, and people that um, you work with could possibly suffer as well because we know that when we have disgruntled people, um, they're mad or they're upset, they're not just going to um, be resentful of you because they've been embarrassed, they've been made fun of, they've been yelled at in front of everyone. They're going to hold the whole establishment where you're doing business responsible. So when they have bad things to say, you know, they're going to talk about everyone and, you know, everyone's going to be included in, um, in whatever's going on. So whatever the problem is that you have to address, whether they continuously change their mind, they weren't honest about the service that they need to get, um, they have a million people with them and you have to let them know that you have a policy of one person or no person, no people allowed, um, to accompany with them, whatever it is, whatever, whichever policy they have violated or that they are not in, um, in guidelines with, you want to pull them around, uh, pull them aside and talk to them about that so it can be, um, discussed. So any of these things that could go wrong during your appointment time, Regardless of what it is that goes wrong, make sure that you deal with that client with that client. Now, there are going to be times where they're just not going to be happy. They're going to be upset. They're going to be belligerent. At that point, you know, you make it clear that you're no longer interested in doing business with them and that they are free to go. Now, whatever happens after that is up to your discretion, but make it clear to them that they will not be getting serviced um, and they need to um, leave the establishment. Anything that they do or say after that can be considered trespassing because they have been asked to leave. So I'll sit that right there. Okay. So now let's move on to after the appointment. So they leave the appointment. Let's say they leave the appointment. They're satisfied with the service. Um, but once they leave, they're gone. And for one reason or another... <laughs> they've been out in the rain, they've been digging their nails in some concrete <laughs> for whatever reason, they've been using skincare products or hair products that you told them not to, or they've been doing things that you told them not to, and now they want you to fix it. So you have two choices. If you feel that that person is um, genuinely unhappy, then you have you know, the choice to make it right for them. And for the others that... Um, have decided to be hard-headed and they've decided to do whatever it is that they've wanted to do, even though you've um, told them best practices and the ways to best maintain their service. For these people, you have to remind them of your policies. And if you have time and if you're able to fix it for them or make it right, let them know that you will be that you will do it for a fee and that you may not be able to do it ASAP. Okay, so this is one of the reasons why we let them know as a professional the best ways to extend their service and to get the best out of their service. Now, if a client walks out of your establishment and they don't listen, they don't do what, they, what you tell them, you're not responsible um, for making that right because they've made a decision to not listen to what you're saying. They made a decision to do whatever it is that they want to do because they feel like doing it. Now. 
They can do whatever they like to do as long as they know that, one, you may not be able to get it fixed for them ASAP because you're busy. You're running a business. And also that if and when you do have time to do it, you will do it for a fee. Okay? So if this isn't acceptable to them, remind them repeatedly. Not repeatedly, but make it, remind them that, again, this is why you um, explain things to them and tell them things to do and things not to do for a reason. Now, when they know that they're wrong, usually they'll just go ahead and accept it. And, of course, you'll have people that will want to go back and forth with you with all these excuses. And at the same time, you can do the same thing that you did um, in one of the other examples. You can politely refer them to someone who may be a better fit sweetheart you know what i understand what you're saying and at the same time i feel that i've explained this to you um and unfortunately i don't think that we're a good fit for one another but i have someone who may be really good for you and then recommend them to someone else okay but you are not um to be held liable um for anything beyond the scope of what you told them um, to do and not to do, okay? Now, again, if you know that you were rushing or you were having an off day and you know that you didn't do things the right way, of course, by all means, you should make it right, right? In fact, you have an obligation to make it right. If you know that you were rushing, if you know that you didn't have the best products that you should have had, if you know that you took some shortcuts, if you knew that you know you were doing some things that typically you wouldn't ordinarily do, um, make it right for that person. But if, if you know that you've done your, your due diligence and that you've provided the service in the way that you're supposed to to that person, by all means, remind them of your policies um, and let them know what their options are. Again, be firm but respectful. Now, during any of these four stages, you have the complete freedom to decide to do business with that person or to not do it. Now, Again, you must make the decision that's best for you and your business. And at the same time, re respectfully correct them, reprimand, redirect them, or decline to do business with them altogether. Not everyone is going to be a good match to do business with you. And all money isn't worth your time. All money isn't worth your energy. All money isn't worth heart attacks and stress and lo hair loss and all these kind of crazy things, right? All money is not worth it. So there you have it. My suggestions for you dealing with difficult client. Remember that when we're doing work, we have Four, four, four main stages. We have the pre-stage where before the person's going to book the appointment, we have the actual um, um, stage two where they've booked the appointment. So that that is from the time they've booked the appointment on up until before they get there. Stage three is the appointment stage when they're actually there or supposed to be there. Stage four is post-appointment. No matter what, I want you to remember, again, you are in control of your business. We're entrepreneurs, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> we're entrepreneurs and business owners because we want to create uh, lives and legacies for ourselves. And sometimes we get caught up in just the money aspect of it. But again, you're not meant to do business with everyone. Everyone is not meant to do business with you. So make sure that you're doing business with people that line up with your vision for yourself and your business and things will flow much easier. I know that 
You may see a service and in your mind it's $70 or it's $100 or it's $500. And you're like, I could use that money. I can guarantee you that it's that time that you sacrifice and you go against your instincts and you take a client based on the money. It's going to be the time where you're super, super stressed out. So that's my two cents there. Again, everyone, I'm so happy to have the new Beauty with Jay Renee podcast back after a few months. I want to say that it's it's truly humbling. It's an honor and a blessing to have um, fellow beauty professionals that um, support me, that want to hear what I have to say, um, that encourage me every day, um, online, offline, in person, text, um, by buying my books. Uh, well, my book and uh, paying attention to my blog, everything. I really love this industry. Um, the lo- I love the people in it. I love the creativity that it affords us. I love the, 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 the wealth and I love the everything that it provides us, right? And, and again, I take this industry so seriously and I want you to take your business seriously as well. We're not in it just to play business. We're in here to improve the lives of others. We're in business to make money. We're in business to just improve the quality of our lives. And I'll end my rant there. But I'm so overjoyed. I'm so happy that you're joining me again. Catch me next Monday on New Beauty with J. Ray. I'll have another great episode for you. Follow me on Instagram at Beauty Industry J. That's Beauty Industry J A Y E. My email is always is J J A Y E at jrenee.com. If you have questions or concerns, you can email me. You can, um, yes, of course, follow me on Instagram. You can DM me on Instagram. I'll ask, I'll answer your questions. Um, again, yes, for all of you who have been still sending me emails and things like that, I am back behind the chair. I am performing nail services and I'm having a great time with this new aspect of my business. Um, I am actually barely, not even four months in, a little over three months in, and I'm having a great time. You can see some of my work on my page, again, at Beauty Industry J. I am taking clients, so if you are in the DMV area, um, check on my page or go to the website, and um, you're able to book your appointments there. What else do I have for you? Um, everyone that's going to premiere, have a great time. I'm not coming this year. But I hope that you all have a great time. Is there anything else that I want to remember to say to you? No? Oh, yeah. So if you're in the area and you purchased my book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Creating Your Beauty Industry Business and Creating Success by Design, let me know that you're in the area and I'll sign it for you. We'll have a little powwow. You can ask me whatever questions that you have in regards to your business. Um, If you have the book and you bring it into your appointment or you book an appointment, Um, a nail service appointment with me, I will take 20% off of your service. And again, we can still powwow. Also, yes, although I am back behind the chair part-time, I do want you to know that I am still providing uh, beauty business um, expansion services, beauty business services, consulting services, et cetera, et cetera. You can still find a full list of my services um, on the website, jrenee.com. And if you go to jrenee.com slash booking, um, you can go ahead and book your service, whether it's um, creating your beauty industry business, whether it's a starting your own hair extension line, um, writing your book. I'm also, uh, of course, offering ghostwriting services. Anyway, the list goes on. I'm Jay Renee. I love you so much. And I will see you on the next episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Oh, also, um, tag me in your Instagram post if you like this. Um, 
write a review. If you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher um, or TuneIn and you like the episode, like let me know that you're listening. And also, if you have any questions or you like to um, recommend a topic for me to discuss, let me know that too. Um, and with that, I love you again and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.